0: Namaskaram listeners, this is Yashunya Yogi speaking and it's 6.40pm here in Hyderabad. Well, it is winter and it is that time of the year when you do not want to get out of your bed. Well, I struggled for the first 10 minutes to get out of my bed. Eventually, I did get up at around 4 o'clock. It's pretty early still and prepared for my run. Today, I didn't want to do the time trial, though I had it in my program. I felt I had not yet recovered fully from my Sunday marathon, so I just wanted to take it easy. By the way, the stadium was closed, so we didn't have access to the tracks. Every time I want to shoot a video for the next training series, there's something that happens where the stadium is closed, and do not get the venue I actually want to shoot. In fact, I had... Around 8 to 10 videos that I wanted to shoot. And uh, I had to just uh, do with whatever venue I had. So, Avik, Srini and I decided to go to BHEL for a run. And Sham dropped out saying that he would do his time trial at the same place he used to do near his colony. So, yes, uh, Avik decided to you know, pick us up and uh, we were delayed by the time we reached PHEL. I think by the time we started the time trial, it was around 6.30. So, Avik and Srini went for the time trial and I went off for an easy 45 minute run. I just wanted to make sure that I relaxed and I wore my trailing shoes just to make sure to see how I feel in those shoes and they were fabulous very light and very comfortable i'm so happy that i chose uh, decathlon trail shoes because uh, you know rather than paying so much i felt this is a good value for money and uh, quite comfortable i brought two sizes bigger because i I have this wide foot and it really hurts i knew that if i buy a shoe that fits me it's going to be a problematic uh, for the trails, definitely. Well, I'm happy with the run. The grip is, is quite good with, the, with that shoe. Well, after finishing the run, we decided let's shoot the videos that I wanted to do for the training run, uh, for the plan, for the next six weeks plan. And uh, we got going. It took us at least half an hour to get the whole thing and concept ready. Uh, but uh, yes, we were not too happy with the with the shoot because uh, number one, you know, it wasn't the slope that you we were expecting. And two, we definitely needed a little more uh, visibility and practice. So we decided that we will reshoot the videos for Thursday. So that puts me on the edge because I want to publish the plan as soon as possible. So that takes away Thursday from my side, where I'll be sitting and editing plans all together. I hope I'm able to finish that job as soon as possible. And today was a busy day because it's like uh, you know the stock market. So every time you know a trainee does a time trial, I have to see whether they've improved or or it's gone up or down. So today was like a stock market. Day for me, where I'm just actually trying to plot this graph between the previous run and today's run and see whether there's an improvement, there's a decrease in the uh, performance. And believe me, though it's very interesting to see all that, it is very tiring because at the end of the day, you you can all all you see is just numbers all around you. And you ask me, you know, to tell me which trainee has done which threshold pace, I wouldn't know because I've seen so much of data today that I'm completely lost in those numbers. I didn't do anything today except just look at the time trial data today. Just see the numbers. I didn't get time to even create training plans. So I I didn't even bother to create, write in my journal about the sessions. Usually I have one, two, three, four, five sessions where I split my work and understand what I did. I didn't do anything of that because I knew that today I'm not going to have time to do anything else except do these uh, time trial reviews, not even create training plans. So there is a backlog. I hope to clear that backlog as soon as possible. And tomorrow is going to be a key day. I want to finish at least 80 to 90% of the work. So that on Thursday, I do not spend too much time. And Friday, I just need to... I sign it or I can assign them on Thursday itself. So let's see how uh, that goes. Then I can take uh, Saturday or Sunday off and just relax myself. Uh, So that's the overall plan. I hope uh, that succeeds. Well, I was also uh, walking today on the treadmill. And you can say walk jog on the treadmill for an hour or so. And uh, I was watching a few... TEDx talks, I really like, uh, you know, those TEDx talks because there's something to learn rather than just watch, uh, you know, any other YouTube videos. This is uh, a much better platform where you get to learn or at least understand different perspectives of people and I love that and um, there are quite a few speakers which I've really intrigued me you know definitely and most of the runner speakers were women and uh, they really spoke so well and and really they've understood the concept of life goals everything so today i listened to one of the ted talks where uh, i know the woman was talking about happiness and why happiness is not the only thing or or should not be the thing that we should be pursuing you know Um, So she was answering the question is, why should we not pursue happiness? And what are should be our goals in life? And what are the pillars of a good life? You know? And um, she talked about various topics and points which I really liked and she would like to go through it. And I feel that, you know, uh, that is something that has struck a, a beautiful chord with me. And I feel that I'm doing all these stuff which she's talking about. And I'm very happy that she brought up these topics and these uh, pillars. The first pillar that she talked about was belonging. And I think this is an area of improvement for for me personally. Because uh, I want to make people feel that they belong to this place. And And I think I'm not doing a good job there. You know, basically... You know, you have a sense of belonging in your WhatsApp group. You know, when you share information, you get you do kudos. That's also a sense of belonging. Okay, you belong to a certain um, thought process, or you know, uh, MFS culture is a sense of belonging that people have, or faith, or whatever. There's a sense of belonging. Okay, oh, you're from SMR, or I'm from St Vincent School. So there's a sense of belonging there. And um, what she said was uh you know, really good that when we go down and, and, you know, look through people, like for instance, you know, I personally feel that when I meet any person, I should not ignore the person or not uh, try to think that, oh, that person does not exist. And I'm guilty of doing that uh, for quite some time, not because I want to disrespect that person, uh, but because I feel, um, you know, what will I talk to that person? There's nothing common in them. And, you know, I usually tend to either look away or ignore. And that's a very wrong thing to do. And I realize this, you know, and this is something that I need to stop. So irrespective of whether I have a common topic to talk or not, or whether I'm not comfortable or or whatever, there's, there's a weird feeling where... You know, you tend to look away uh, away from the person, not because you disrespect the person, but, you know, there's no sense of belonging there, right? You feel, oh, you know, I do not belong, in, belong to his thought process or I do not know. So that's something that I need to change. I did that recently. Um, I felt, you know, quite uncomfortable after that. I didn't know what to do or what to say. And now after seeing her TED talk, I realized, yes, I shouldn't be doing that. In fact, at least I should smile at the person, recognize the person and uh, say hello, whatever it is, and just walk past. That's that's, that's still okay, right? Rather than uh, just ignore the person or uh, or just try to, uh, you know, as if you didn't see the person at all, right? And I think we all do that in some aspect or the other, you know? Whenever I go down and I'm going uh, into my car or something, I i usually want to say hello to the uh, the security guy who's there uh, but uh, sometimes he just uh, looks away and i don't know is, is it is because he's um doesn't want to look at me or or what but you know that is something that i feel that i need to reach out to him personally myself and and make him feel comfortable right uh a few times I tried that, the person just stood up and I felt, you know, bad. I said, no, why should the person stand up when I'm just saying hello to him, right? He's doing his job. I'm doing my job, you know. I do not expect a person to stand up just because he's a, he, he's a security at, at my place. And uh, and that's the reason sometimes I even try to ignore the person, you know. Again, sense of belonging something that is there right. We all should make others feel belonged and it is our duty to do that and uh, so this is an area of definitely improvement for me which I will be working on. Uh, The second point that she talked about was purpose and uh, uh, luckily this is the area where I'm I'm really good at at least at present. Uh, So yes I have a purpose and she said a a beautiful thing, you know she said, "Your purpose is not what you want, your purpose is what you give and I think this was this this was really aligning aligning to my thought process. you know your purpose is not what you want, your purpose is what you give, and what you give to the world is more important than what you want from the world right and uh and I was very very happy to listen those uh, words from from her because I have always had this thought process that you are your whole purpose of your life is to serve others. I have I have been talking about this in my podcast uh, every time, and I feel this is very true. You know, to and get to hear from her was was incredible. Well, the third point that uh, she talked about was transcendence. And transcendence is, is nothing but, uh, you can call it as a state flow, or you can call it as, um, you know, stopping and just visualizing yourself, getting lost into a different world altogether, and then coming back. Uh, so she gave an example. It's as simple as, you know, staring at, an, at a tall eucalyptus tree and for for say five minutes, and then just coming out of it. So it's just a matter of losing yourself, using yourself into a deep thought, which is not necessary uh, something that uh, you want to uh, think about your career or about, I and mean, just just a blank thought where you just get lost into something in a different world altogether, and that is transcendence. And I love that analogy um, that you brought in. Sometimes we need to get lost where we lose, uh, you know, the value of time or we don't understand when we feel, oh, it's just five minutes. But when you look at a watch, oh, half an hour or one hour is already gone out of it. And that is a good uh, sense of feeling. So have you ever been lost in your thought? That's something very important, right? Have you ever lost in doing something which You feel, oh, it's just taking half an hour, but when you see your watch, it's already one and a half hours, two hours. That is transcendence. Or you can call that even state flow, flow state. Uh, So that's a good state to be in. I like that point. And the last part is what I'm actually doing right now, right? It is called a storytelling. And she said that you must tell your story and the events that happen every day. Your story should be rewoven in such a way that, you know, people feel inspired, people feel happy to listen to you. It should not be a, a thing where you are cribbing about something or it should not be something where you feel that you have lost something. It should be a, a thing where you feel exuberant, you feel happy, you feel um, you know ecstatic about uh, your day and what you have achieved or what you have done throughout the day. And how you bring it out, how you present it to the world is going to be very important. And that's a beautiful part of storytelling. And from that, I could make out that uh, she is a story writer by profession. And she did it uh, quite well. And she did talk it quite well. So yes, storytelling is a very important aspect in our life. It's not necessary that you need to record your podcast uh, to tell your story. You could just... Write it down in journal. If you wish, you can always make a YouTube video of, of what you want to do if you want to share it with people around you. Or storytelling can be as simple as even writing a book. And it you just let your thoughts flow. But make it flow in a manner where people feel positive about it. People feel happy to listen to you. Read your thoughts if you have written it in a book. Or view if you are a youtuber so yes i think um, this is an important piece that many people are missing because storytelling if you ask them to tell a story about themselves or what you have done throughout the day or whatever it is this mostly people will uh, end up in a negative thought i wanted to do this i couldn't do that i'm i don't know whether i'll be able to do it there's a failure there's always some aspect of negativity that has been there i've not saying everybody is like that. But, you know, most of them. But as they get used to it, you know, even I was uh, not a great storyteller. And not that I'm saying I'm a great storyteller now. I always want to improve and keep learning. And that is what is important for us, right? We must keep learning and keep bettering ourselves every day. When ji put this comment in the WhatsApp group about... Um, You know, I've been coaching him for the last five years and so happy to read uh, his um, true feedback. And I felt that, you know, I don't think I'm still a master at anything and I'm really eager to learn and I'm going to learn and implement whatever I can. And that is what is important for me rather than um, say that I know everything and I'm the best person. I would always want to say I am a learner and I'm going to do my best by implementing what I learn. And that is what makes me a good coach or a good person or anything, right? If you learn something, it's important that you implement it and you keep learning. There's so much of knowledge in this conscious world that one lifetime is very small for us to grasp. Whatever knowledge we have, it's just... A drop in this vast, vast, vast ocean, right? There's so much that you need to still do. So how can you say that you've mastered anything, whether it's sports, whether it's science, whether it's coaching, whether it's this, there are zillions and zillions of approaches and methods and ways and techniques that even one lifetime will be small enough for us to master. So, let's always be in the learning mode and let's always implement what we learn. And that is the key to success. And that is the key to be a better person or better version of yourself every day. If you have learned a new skill, it's important that you implement it. You know, uh, there's one of our trainees who's done um, pranic healing. And I'm and, and pretty impressed with that. And I hope that uh, she implements it in her day-to-day life and, you know, um, teaches someone also. So one thing that I learned from uh, quick lesson learning is you learn better when you teach someone, you know. So once you learn something, once you learn a skill, it's always good that you teach someone so that that person becomes better well uh, that's it from my side 19 minutes i think i was in the st- flow today i was in transcendence as well as storytelling mode i'm so happy to uh, talk about my day today thank you so much for listening to this podcast i hope you have a fantastic day too and if you haven't registered for the goa can please register because that is a goa that's going to be a camp that's going to change the way you think and look at things. Believe me, it's going to be a game changer. You should not miss this camp. Take care. Have fun. I'll see you tomorrow for the Spartan Challenge. God bless you.